eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I usually teach one quarter a year at DePaul. DePaul's on a quarter system. It's kind of like trimesters, but we have a quick quarter in the winter and we have summer Whatever. It's usually a 10-week course. That's what we end up doing, and I really love teaching it. I've been teaching as a scholar practitioner, an adjunct professor, for the last nine years. So my first class was in 2012. So this is my ninth class. Ninth class, eighth, eighth year. I really love it. I graduated from DePaul. Part of the reason that I'm even working in media now is because of an internship that I had when I was a student at DePaul. So there's part of me that feels like I I owe a debt, even more so than my actual college bill, to helping out in areas where I can. And DePaul's broadcasting, our our comm department overall, but the, the broadcasting aspect of DePaul Radio and DePaul Sports Radio has been, Radio Sports DePaul, has been really, really good. And I'm glad that I'm involved in it. Back in March, when it looked as if things were going to be very different because of of COVID-19, we as a department were called in and we were told that we weren't going to be meeting our classes in person. This was before we even got to shelter in place. They wanted to put us on the path of of getting classes ready for students online, which is a bit of an undertaking. Um, shout out to, to the director of online learning, Joanne Martin, who played an instrumental role in getting all of us available. Now, I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to do what I do in a virtual classroom. The idea, quite frankly, scared me that I wasn't going to be able to to come across the way that I want to come across and perhaps the students 
education would be lacking. After sitting down in, in our meeting of, of the department, I, I felt energized that I could create a class that would properly represent things that I've learned and experienced along with the things that I've studied. The funny thing is, you hear me talk about Alabama all the time. My experience with Bama Online, Roll Damn Tide, my two years in grad school at Alabama played a significant role in how I created my class for undergrad students. And once I, I kind of got the technical parts down, which is my biggest fear because I'm not as technically proficient as probably I should be. Once I figured out how to, I, I knew how the class was designed. Like I had already written out the things that we wanted to do. It was just a matter of figuring out how to tweak the class because I wasn't going to be available in the classroom. So there were going to be some things that we just couldn't do. And then it, it was decided that we weren't going to do synchronous because you didn't, meaning we weren't going to force students to meet with us at specific times online because you don't know whose work schedule then changed or who was taking care of their parents or quite frankly who even had internet with the type of bandwidth that it would take to be in a classroom for 90 minutes two times a week so we decided that we would do this asynchronous type stuff and I again I was used to it because that that was what the curriculum was like at Alabama I said all that as preamble to just tell you that I couldn't be prouder of what I got from my students. I'm really, I, I get super emotional at the end of quarters because of how hard students work to get better. I've always joked, and this is not me dissing millennials. It's just to, I just want to tell you the difference between what my experience has been between the last group of millennials and this like first group of, of generation Z. When I first started, I'm dealing with kind of the last bastions of, of the millennials. And they were just kind of like, Hey, can you get me a job? Like that was kind of what they were on. And I noticed a couple years ago, as I'm starting to get more of the, the Gen Z kids in classes that I've, I've obviously like aged out now, you know, like, um, and I see them and they're like, Hey, old guy, you know, stuff, don't you? And I'm like, yes, I am old. And I do know some things. Awesome. Could you teach us some of the stuff that, you know, sure. I'd, I'd love to teach you guys some of the stuff that I know. Great. And then we're going to add it to all this cool stuff that we know how to do because we're digital natives and we're going to, and I, I got to tell you, I really, really like them. I really like this, this generation of kid because they have, they have a real sense of who they are and what they need. And they're, they're actually pretty good at asking for things that they need. I've, I've enjoyed this particular class, like them talking about, cause we, we didn't meet up like as a group cause I didn't want to put that type of pressure on them, 
but I, I'm really impressed by their ability to adapt and overcome. I'm really impressed that they have a hunger for knowledge and they're a little bit more aware definitely than I was as an undergraduate of who they are and what they're missing. And they, they took on that challenge. And that to me is great on top of the fact that my goodness, what they've been asked to do, what students on on all levels from preschool to PhD students that had their, their doctoral studies complicated by the fact that they maybe wouldn't have as much much in-person access to to uh their peers what they've done is damn near impossible to switch over from thinking that you're going to finish out the year in person and then be tasked with doing it all online and dealing with teachers like myself that are struggling to get their content up for you to consume and to make it as good as it would be if they were in the classroom while juggling dealing with a pandemic, dealing with, in some cases, not being allowed to live in dorms, having to move home, I mean, I, I just I just couldn't be prouder of them. And I, I put this on Twitter a couple days ago because I just finished doing my grades of my students. You should be proud of your student, too. I know that it was frustrating and you were thrust into becoming a teacher and you never thought if you weren't already a teacher, you never thought that you were going to be a teacher. And there you are now having to be a teacher. Well, think about the type of adjustment that your student had to make and what they what they were asked to do over and over and over again. I learned a lot about adaptation and perseverance and strength from this group, this this particular class. I learned a lot about that and I won't forget them. And they now have something in their lives that they can look back at and go, I remember when things were bleak. I remember how hard things were. And they actually have an example of, I was able to get through it with support of family and friends. And hopefully they think with support of, of teachers. I'm, I'm dumbfounded by the level of work that I got back. I wasn't expecting much. I wasn't expecting them to be as good at the things that I asked them to do because I wasn't there to kind of walk them through it. I felt like I did a good job on the lectures that that they were downloading. I talked to people for a living, so that wasn't a hard thing. I'm used to talking to a camera occasionally too, but I, I'm really impressed by their willingness, their, their level of work, their dedication. I feel 
awful for the seniors that they won't their graduation won't be like traditional graduations have been it sucks it sucks for them that it's not like that and i know that every parent and guardian and family member is doing their best i really like these kind of drive by situations uh mount carmel did they let the kids like drive on the football field and i thought that was kind of cool give them a break this summer learning they're learning a lot from what's happening in the world today give them a break if if they want to lay around the house and eat some cereal <laughs> and just hang out if they want to play video games if they want to just veg out and watch sports give these kids a break cuz they have more than earned it i'm really proud of them you should be proud of them too thanks for listening okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.